his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Clearly we're in the middle of the worst ever act of terrorism directed at the United States on domestic soil. Oh my God, the building fell! what's going on out there. I mean, these bodies just coming a half hour later, still coming out of the goddamn sky. Devastating. Devastating. The sun will rise this morning, but it will rise on a physically changed New York City and a psychically changed America. The nation's sense of security shaken. New York skyline missing two of its most prominent buildings. The Pentagon seriously damaged four commercial airliners hijacked and used as guided missiles. Yesterday's terrorist attacks on the nation are being called the worst tragedy ever to befall the United States. And this, before we even have a real sense of the death toll, estimated to be somewhere in the thousands, but still for all practical purposes unknown. Life in and around New York City will remain fairly disrupted this morning, especially for those with travel plans. New York City public and parochial schools are closed. And to get uh, some idea of some of the major disruption this morning, we have, as usual, traffic and transit on the ones. Here is Rick Forrest. Lee, all Hudson and East River crossings coming into Manhattan are going to be closed until further notice. Also, the FDR Drive and the West Side Highway are closed in both directions below 96th Street and all streets and avenues in lower Manhattan are shut down from 14th Street all the way down the line to the Battery. I repeat, all Hudson and East River bridges and tunnels into Manhattan are closed. So let's focus on mass transit. Path trains will be operating every half hour. MTA subways, uh, the N, the R, the 1, 2, 3, and 9 will bypass the Cortland Street station. All other trains are expected to run on the normal schedule for the subways. Staten Island Ferry is open to emergency services personnel only. New York Waterway will be operating into and out of West 38th Street from Port Imperial, Lincoln Harbor, and Hoboken. There will be normal service on the uh, north end between Harrisstraw and Ossining. The Long Island Railroad is expecting to run normal service today. New Jersey Transit trains, no problems to report with normal schedules in effect. New Jersey Transit buses will not operate in or out of Manhattan, but local service inside New Jersey will operate normally. And Metro North says that they will also be running a normal schedule today. The Westchester County B-Line buses will be running on schedule with some delays and diversions on the BXM4C bus and the routes 1 and 2, Westchester County Airport, Newark, JFK, LaGuardia, of course, all closed at least until noon today. Alternate side parking is in effect today as, or excuse me, it is suspended today on a citywide basis. Alternate side parking is suspended today. We'll have more shadow traffic coming up on 1010 Winds. Winds News Time 503. It is known that many firefighters and police officers are among the missing in the rubble of the World Trade Center. Fire Commissioner Tom Von Essen says it is hoped that at least some of them are still alive, and indeed at least one cell phone call came in from a trapped victim who said there were others still alive with him. We'll keep looking. Uh, we have hundreds of people over there now trying to find as many possible locations that they might be in, in some way in a void or whatever, and um, you know, still be able to breathe and, and still alive. In Port Authority, cops were pulled alive from the rubble. Rescue operations continue at this hour. 
That's the sound of the heavy excavating machinery being used. 1010 Wins newsman Al Jones is about as close to the scene as they're letting anyone get right now. Good morning, Al. Yeah, and when they said that uh, Lower Manhattan is frozen from 14th Street South, uh, they weren't kidding. Uh, all the uh, roads going down south are all, of course, roadblocked. Credit uh, being checked very carefully. The only people going down are emergency personnel and uh, trucks carrying more equipment to the scene. Huge light towers were brought in overnight uh, to help with the digging operation, as well as a stream of payloaders, forklifts, dump trucks, all lined up, ready to go. Although most of the uh, effort that's being done right now is uh, hand-to-hand type stuff, uh, where they're doing searching for debris, listing for sounds, and that kind of thing. They have pulled two people out of the rubble, not of the World Trade Center, but of a neighboring building this morning. And they're also in contact, as you mentioned, with at least two people via cell phone, two people that are trapped underneath the debris. Now, some 2,000 people were treated for injuries yesterday at the various hospitals, triage centers, and on the street. But if you consider that as many as 50,000 people at any given time work at the World Trade Center, the numbers do not add up. In fact, the triage center at Liberty Island was nearly deserted yesterday, save for the uh, doctors and uh, medical people that were on hand in case injured were brought in. Lee? And that is not a good sign. Many of the injured were taken to St. Vincent's Hospital, and that's where we find Tintin Winds newsman John Montone. John, you probably could have used some treatment yourself yesterday if so many others hadn't been hurt so much worse. Yes, and uh, actually uh, most of the people who have been taken here to St. Vincent's uh, uh, had the same problem I did, with, is that they inhaled a lot of uh, the dust. Uh, more than 300 patients, almost all of them uh, victims of smoke and uh, dust uh, inhalation uh, have been taken here. Uh, and yet the medical uh, staff here is on full alert. Uh, they, they are waiting for what they uh, believe might be a sudden onslaught of uh, ambulances uh, bringing uh, more victims. I, I, they, I believe they hope that more victims are brought here, but there is sort of a grim realization that anyone who has not been found by now may be uh, beyond needing uh, medical uh, attention. Now, beyond also the uh, medical staff, the uh, professional people that are here, there are people in the neighborhood, a woman uh, we spoke to uh, named Nancy, uh, who uh, just wanted to help out. When I came home from work today, which was late, it's like there were people wandering the streets taking pictures nothing because there's nothing there so they're taking pictures of where the buildings are without the buildings behind it and, and uh, nancy uh, occupied her time by uh, searching uh, uh city uh, stores for milk and bread to bring to people who uh, uh who were um injured in the uh explosion um Mayor Giuliani, and I'm going to give you these numbers, maybe you have updated numbers, I've been out trying to gather information, but he said at least 2,100 people have been injured, 600 of them taken to uh, hospitals. Uh, most of the, the more seriously injured were taken uh, down to um, Bellevue, um, and uh, the uh, director, medical director there called this a catastrophe of unparalleled uh, proportions, and that was uh, an early on yesterday as people were uh, being rushed there, but here at St. Vincent's, which is just a, about as far south as anyone is allowed to go, uh, the triage centers, uh, it's sort of a sit and, and wait operation. I think they're hoping to get people, hoping that people are alive amid the rubble, uh, but as I said, there's that sort of grim realization that if they haven't gotten to these people yet, 
uh, it may be too late. We are also told that we are going to get a briefing here uh, between 6 and 7 o'clock of what nature I do not know. Uh, certainly uh, uh, our listeners will be the first to know when that happens. John Montone, 1010 wins, reporting live from St. Vincent. Okay, John. Mayor Giuliani has been doing what he can to help keep the city calm from the city's emergency command center. And one of the things he did yesterday was advise New Yorkers not to direct any anger toward the many Palestinians who live in the city. Hatred, prejudice, anger, and irrational reaction to things is what caused this terrible tragedy. And people of the city of New York should act differently. We should act bravely. We should act in a tolerant way. We should go about our business. And we should show these people that they can't stop us, and they can't. And that raises the question of just who is responsible for sending four U.S. airliners on suicide missions, crashing two into the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center, a third into the Pentagon, a fourth into a field in Pennsylvania. That plane was also believed to have been headed for another prominent target, possibly Camp David. Why it didn't get there is still not clear. The prime suspect so far, international terrorist Osama bin Laden. And with more on that, 1010 Wins newsman James Faraday. James? Indeed, Lee, the investigation continuing, of course, this morning. Firefighters are still working to put out the blaze caused when one of the planes hijacked by terrorists slammed into the Pentagon. The fire chief says the death toll there could hit 800. The recovery effort could take several days. One firefighter describes the scene as unspeakable damage. President Bush vows the government will hunt down and punish the terrorists responsible for the attacks and pledges full support to both cities that were targeted. Our emergency teams are working in New York City and Washington, D.C., to help with local rescue efforts. Our first priority is to get help to those who have been injured and to take every precaution to protect our citizens at home and around the world from further attacks. Americans are still absorbing the shock from yesterday's incidents. Newsman Gary Langer reports on the latest polling data. The public divides almost evenly on whether or not the United States did all it reasonably could to prevent this attack. Now, though, 9 in 10 express at least some confidence that those responsible will be caught and punished. More than half are even very confident of that. And vast majorities, around 9 in 10 Americans, say they support military action against groups or nations found responsible, even if that means war. The reaction is quite different in the West Bank and Gaza Strip, where Palestinians celebrated news of the attacks by dancing in the streets, chanting, and handing out candy. More from 1010 Winds Mideast Bureau Chief Jay Bashinsky. Jewish religious leaders in Israel have urged their Muslim counterparts to cancel an Islamic religious ordinance that suicide bombers are martyrs guaranteed a post-mortem place in paradise. The rabbi said the so-called fatwa exalting such terrorists should be abolished immediately. At the political level, Chairman Yasser Arafat of the Palestinian National Authority has canceled the trip to Damascus, Syria. This is because of Syria's inclusion in the U.S. State Department's list of countries which support terrorism. On this background, the Israeli Armored Task Force that encircled the West Bank city of Jenin has rolled into its center, meeting light Palestinian resistance in an anti-terror operation. Jay Bushinsky, 10 Edwins in Tel Aviv. Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon declared a day of mourning and notes the U.S. and Israel are on the same side of an epic battle. The FBI is now trying to piece together evidence from intelligence intercepts and last-minute cell phone calls from jet crash victims. Alice Holgan, whose son was on the hijacked jet that crashed in Pennsylvania, received a call from her son during the terrifying flight. He said, I'm on a flight, uh, uh, flight 93, United Flight 93, from Newark to San Francisco. And uh, there are three guys that have taken over the flight, and they say they have a bomb.
The jet crashed outside Pittsburgh, failing to hit a possible target, Camp David. Nonstop coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington continues now with 1010 Winds News anchor Lee Harris. Winds News time is 5.11. Of course, uh, there is massive disruption of traffic and transit this morning, but some things are operating. Let's go to Pete Torriello for the latest. Pete? Lee, all of the inbound Hudson and East River crossings coming into Manhattan are going to be closed until further notice, and uh, so mass transit will be your best bet. Long Island Railroad, New Jersey Transit, Metro North will be running. Path will be running every 30 minutes, but New Jersey Transit buses will not be running in and out of New York City. However, they will continue to run on the New Jersey side. In New Jersey, eastbound Route 80 and the New Jersey Turnpike are closed where they merge. Eastbound Route 4 is shut down in Englewood, and so is eastbound Route 46 going into Fort Lee. The southbound Palisades Parkway is closed at exit 2. Eastbound Route 3 is shut down at 495. Route 7, the Belleville Turnpike, is shut down at Schuyler Avenue in North Arlington. Northbound 1 and 9 is closed at the Pulaski Skyway. On the New Jersey Turnpike, the eastbound Newark Bay extension is closed, and uh, northbound 440 is also closed out of Perth Amboy. Alternate side of the street parking regulations are suspended today in the city. The FDR Drive and the West Side Highway are closed in both directions from 96th Street all the way to the bottom, and the city is completely off limits to everyone except emergency personnel south of 14th Street. Lee? All right, Pete, in addition to the traffic and transit disruption, of course, uh, New York City public and parochial schools are closed. There are other closings to tell you about as well, and with some of them at least, 1010 Winds newsman Brian Carey. Brian? State and federal courts and borough courts, employees there should stay home today unless contacted and jurors should not report for duty. The Empire State Building, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and all businesses below 14th Street in Manhattan, including Wall Street, the New York Stock Exchange, the NASDAQ, the Amex, and the New York headquarters of AXA Financial will be closed today. Borough of Manhattan Community College on Chamber Street is closed. All other CUNY schools are open today. And the Brooklyn Center of Long Island University has canceled classes. All non-essential employees at LIU Brooklyn being told to stay home. St. John's University canceling classes and all offices there are closed except for essential staff. All facilities of the New York Public Library closed. Uh, Bank Street Graduate School, Cope Institute, Fashion Institute of Technology, Juilliard School all closed. In Westchester, the Holland School is closed. And in New Jersey, Bogota schools, the Secaucus District, Bayonne schools, the Jersey City District, New Jersey City University, Rutgers, Newark, Rutgers, New Brunswick, Rutgers Technical Training Programs, and Ramapo College all closed today. Lee. All right, Brian. Brian also has a list of uh, numbers, hotlines that have been set up for relatives of victims and to obtain other information. He'll be back with that in a few minutes. Well, we don't have a real sense of the death toll yet. We do know that when everyone has been accounted for in this tragedy, the figure will be enormous, as Mayor Giuliani so eloquently put it yesterday, more than we can bear. Because of the way this tragedy unfolded in front of the eyes of thousands and actually millions worldwide on television, New Yorkers have images seared into their brains that that they will never be able to forget, no matter how hard they try. This unthinkable act of terrorism has affected everyone in and around New York, but some of the most horrific stories are being told by the people who witnessed those that jumped to their deaths from the burning buildings. When I get down there, I see the flames shooting out of the corner of the building was gone. The whole corner of the building, the flames were shooting out of it. And as I get closer, uh, I start seeing people jumping. People started jumping out, and they were on fire, the people themselves. They were on fire, jumping right out of the building. Well, after the first plane hit the building, the fire started reaching upwards. And uh, after about 10 minutes, I'd say, people in desperation were hopping out the windows. I guess they'd rather 
go down that way than die in the flames. Some of those people jumped four at a time, hand in hand. Then there's the firefighter who died when one of those falling bodies landed on him. Countless more lost their lives in the moments to follow when the buildings collapsed and debris rained down to the emergency triage centers set up below. Steve Kastenbaum, 1010 Winds News. Well, at last check, more than 300 firefighters and EMS workers were unaccounted for, something on the order of 78 police officers, although that number is in dispute. And, of course, for the thousands of people who were working in the Twin Towers when all of this occurred, uh, the fate of many of those remains unknown. A number of hotlines have been set up to field questions about the whereabouts of loved ones, and 1010 Winds newsman Brian Carey is back with some of those numbers. Brian? An estimated 50,000 people worked at the World Trade Center, and many of them remain unaccounted for, along with dozens and dozens and dozens of rescue personnel. And as horrific as this nightmare is for the entire nation, there is no describing what the families of the victims are feeling, many of them still not knowing the status of their loved ones. If you're looking for a lost loved one, the NYPD has set up two numbers, 866 866- 856-4167-866-856-4167 or 212-741-4626 212-741-4626 There's a hotline for information on firefighters and EMS personnel that number 718-999-2541 again 718-999-2541 also the NYPD is asking that all civilian members of the department please report to work as scheduled this morning the American Red Cross is providing several shelters in New York City. Spokesperson Jamie Drogan. The Red Cross, in conjunction with the Office of Emergency Management, uh, opened 12 shelters throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Staten Island. And these shelters are to respond to the needs, the immediate needs of the victims, their families, and the disaster relief workers. At each of the shelters, we'll be providing a number of services. Disaster mental health, trained disaster mental health uh, workers will be there to tend to the emotional grief that obviously comes out of a tragedy like this. Red Cross volunteers will also be on hand to provide food, water, blankets, really tend to any of the needs that they may have. And the Department of Health has provided registered nurses that are available to address medical emergencies. And those shelter locations are in Manhattan, Bayard, Ruston High School, 351 West 18th Street, Seward Park High School, 350 Grand Street, Washington Irving High School, 40 Irving Place, Fashion Industry High School, 225 West 24th Street, Chelsea High School, 131 6th Avenue, Norman Thomas High School, 111 East 33rd Street, City School, 16 Clarkson Street, JHS 22, it's 11 Columbia Street, IS 131, 100 Hester Street, Comprehensive Day and Night, 242nd Avenue. On Staten Island, Curtis High School, 105 Hamilton Avenue. In Brooklyn, Westinghouse High, 105 Johnson Street. The Red Cross's biggest needs, blood, money, and prayer. To give blood, call 1-800-GIVE-BLOOD. That's 1-800-GIVE-BLOOD. You'll be given the names of specific blood centers that you can go to. As for donating money, you should call 1-800-HELP-NOW. Remember, all of the services the Red Cross provides are provided for by volunteers. And the prayer, well, that, of course, speaks for itself.
Nonstop coverage of the terrorist attack continues with 1010 Winds anchor Lee Harris. And some of the numbers and information that Brian gave out are available on the 1010 Winds website, 1010winds.com. Uh, it's been very busy, obviously, and uh, we have stripped it down so it can serve the maximum number of people. Again, a fair amount of reference information up on that website this morning, 1010winds.com. We'll take a moment out here to give you the weather forecast. It is going to be a nice day, at least weather-wise. Sunny today with a high of 78. It'll be mainly clear tonight. Low 62 in Midtown, 52 in some suburbs. Tomorrow, sunshine, some clouds, a shower and a thunderstorm late tomorrow into early Friday with a high of 80. 63 degrees. We have clear skies in New York. The humidity is 63%. The winds are north at 5 miles per hour. 63 degrees. We're headed up to 78 in Midtown. For the latest news anytime, anywhere, set a news button on your car radio to 1010 Winds, New York City's most listened to radio station. Jim Maloney is at the editor's desk. I'm Lee Harris. Oh my God, the building fell. The South building just crumbled to the top. Oh my God. I can't imagine anything worse than this. Is that the second building of the World Trade Center going down? Yes, that is the second, that is the second tower. That is the second tower. It's a huge plume of smoke that came out of the middle of the building, and then the building just disappearing in the smoke. This is the morning after the New Yorkers who were able to sleep last night, and not many were, will discover that yesterday's nightmare is not one they can awake from. The city, the nation, and the world have been forever changed by yesterday's tragic events, which are being called, probably without any fear of exaggeration, the worst tragedy to ever befall the United States. Summary, the World Trade Center towers are no more, and so it is feared our thousands of people who were in the towers when they were hit by commercial airliners turned into guided missiles at the hands of hijacking terrorists. A similar attack was launched on the Pentagon, also with substantial loss of life, but unlike the World Trade Center, the Pentagon stands. It is open for business today. There's plenty of business to be conducted. We'll get to that in a moment. Right now, let's go to traffic and transit on the ones in Pitoriello. Lee, Lincoln and Holland tunnels are closed both ways. Inbound GWB is closed. Jersey bounded is open on the upper deck only. All East River bridges and tunnels into Manhattan are closed. The Brooklyn Bridge and the Battery Tunnels are closed in both directions, and the Williamsburg and Manhattan bridges are open to Brooklyn only for pedestrians. The Triborough Bridge is open into Queens only. The 59th Street Bridge is available to Queens only. The Whitestone and Throgsneck Bridges are open both ways. The Verrazano Bridge is open on both levels going to Staten Island. Brooklyn-bound Verrazano only. The lower level is open. And the Tappan Zee Bridge is also open in both directions. In New Jersey, eastbound on 80, the express lanes are closed at exit 62 in Saddlebrook. The eastbound local lanes are closed in Fort Lee. Eastbound Route 4 is closed at Jones Road. Route 46 east is closed in Fort Lee. Eastbound Route 3 is shut down at 495. Northbound Bound 1 and 9 is closed at the Skyway. Jersey Turnpike eastbound Newark Bay extension is closed. Also, Interchange 13 and Elizabeth is shut down in both directions. The Belleville Turnpike is closed in North Arlington. And the Palisades Parkway south is closed at exit 2. Path trains will be operating every 30 minutes. The subways, the NR, 1, 2, 3, and 9 trains are bypassing the Cortland Street Station. All other subway service is expected to run on the normal schedule. Long Island Railroad will operate normally today as well. New Jersey Transit trains and Metro North. New Jersey Transit 
Buses, however, will not be going into or out of the city. Street cleaning regulations are suspended. I'm Pete Torriello on 1010 Winsley. And a mix of the normal and the bizarre in that traffic report. And, of course, all of that is subject to change. Do keep it locked into 1010 Winds for the very latest. As we've been mentioning for the past 20 hours or so, ever since this tragedy began to unfold before our eyes, we still have no clear sense of the loss of life other than uh, it is clearly enormous. There are 300 firefighters and EMS workers alone among the missing. Right now, the emphasis is on saving any of them who may still be trapped alive under the rubble. 1010 Winds newsman Al Jones is about as close to the rescue operation scene as anyone can get right now. Al? Everybody uh, that's been following this, uh, the rescue people and all, is that this is, used to be the world's largest office complex, that at any given time you'd have as many as 50,000 people working down here. 50,000 people. And right now the structure's pretty much gone. As you know, uh, Towers 1 and 2, as well as World Trade Center number 7, are gone. And uh, the, uh, what used to be 110 stories tall is now nothing more than 50 feet. Lights have been brought in overnight to light up the area, and there's plenty of equipment around, a lot of payloaders, forklifts, dump trucks, all getting ready for what's expected to be just a massive cleanup. But for now, it's a slow go. A lot of uh, hand and uh, footwork as people climb over it, rescue workers still listing, still hoping to find people trapped inside. They did pull two people out earlier this morning, and there's also been phone contact with at least two people that are trapped and buried underneath the rubble. So for now, it's going to be a very slow dig as they continue to hope to pull people out alive, but more than likely, we'll be pulling them out dead. Lee? Al, is the uh, fire completely out yet? You know, there's still smoke. Uh, kind of, I, uh, you know, it's almost like a forest fire in that there's still hot spots in this. It's such a massive area that there's still a little bit of smoke drifting up, and just the moving around also sends ash up into the air. But as far as active flames, I haven't seen any. Okay, thanks. 1010 Winds newsman Al Jones. A triage unit was set up at Stuyvesant High School right after the attacks, but no victims arrived. Not a good sign, according to the EMS workers assigned there, as one noted that meant a lot of dead. As for the injured, many of the first and worst victims were rushed to St. Vincent's Hospital in Greenwich Village, and 1010 Winds newsman John Montone is there. John? Well, let's uh, clarify that, Lee. I believe many of the first victims were out were actually uh, taken to downtown uh, uh, New York Hospital Beekman uh, Medical center. That's where I saw them uh, uh, yesterday, where the emergency triage units were set up. Here at St. Vincent's, they have had 300 people, but a hospital spokesman uh, told me most of those were suffering from smoke and dust inhalation. Uh, in fact, um, as, as you look at the triage centers here, which I am now doing, uh, you, you see a lot of uh, cots out, a lot of medical personnel uh, milling about. Um, however, you don't see any patients and again, uh, that is what hangs very heavy in the air here this morning, that anybody brought here um, uh, will be in very bad shape, but that there may not be many people brought here because the people who are trapped under that rubble, those still unaccounted for, are beyond the need for medical uh, attention. However, that is not to say that uh, all hope is lost. People here are hoping uh, that the ambulances will be coming, screaming down the street uh, with victims that can be helped. But as I said, that 
that has not materialized. Uh, I've been here for over an hour, and uh, we're, we're not seeing uh, any patients uh, uh, arrive. Uh, I will also say, uh, digressing uh, from this just a, a moment, because people are going to be getting up uh, uh, around the city, and they're going to be walking out into their neighborhoods, uh, especially uh, in midtown Manhattan. Uh, and uh, north of 14th Street, really, it's only the occasional burst of a siren, the blast of uh, uh, red flashing lights, uh, the police presence at major intersections. They give you any clue uh, that anything has gone wrong. You know, the fruit stands are open in cafes and uh, diners. Uh, but south of 14th Street, actually right at 14th Street, uh, you have a jerry-rigged uh, fortress uh, where nobody is getting by uh, except some of those uh, emergency vehicles. I've also seen a lot of... Um, of the heavy earth-moving type vehicles uh, go in. They'll be used uh, in the cleanup operation that Al was uh, describing a while ago. And coming up uh, from the south, from lower Manhattan, which is literally closed off uh, from the rest of the city, is a, a stream of tow trucks uh, bringing up cars still covered in that uh, that soot, that, that dust uh, that was everywhere yesterday uh, after the crush of, uh, of, of cement from the volcano-like um, explosion uh, and aftermath. So that's a, another reminder. But again, here at St. Vincent's, the triage units are set up. Um, I have to say, unfortunately, uh, no victims in need of medical attention are arriving. John Montone, 1010 Wins, reporting live from St. Vincent's. Arguably, the people who were taken to St. Vincent's yesterday were among the lucky. Countless New Yorkers bore witness to the deaths of those who didn't get away from the towers in time. Roy Anderson was one of the many medically trained New Yorkers who rushed to the disaster area after the Twin Towers collapsed. But when he got there, he found there was not much he could do. There's no sign of life. There's no... It's just going to be bodies coming out if they can even do that. Immediately after the first plane crashed, city building engineer Ron Rutter ran to the Trade Center to look for his brother who worked in one of the buildings. Then he heard the second plane overhead. I was standing right there, right across the street from the building. We were looking at the, at the World Trade Center, at the, the building one. That was the flames were shooting out, and we were standing right there. And then you heard a plane's engine? We heard the plane's engine. And we looked up, and then the plane was coming right towards the building. He looked over his shoulder at the immense fireball as he ran for his life. About an hour later, people began screaming hysterically in lower Manhattan, running every which way as the first tower collapsed, creating a huge cloud of debris that blanketed everything below Chamber Street. Steve Kastenbaum, 1010, Winds News. Winds News time, 529. The big question on everybody's lips, of course, this morning is, who is responsible, and are we in for any more? Tenton Winds newsman James Faraday keeping track of the geopolitical situation surrounding these horrific attacks. James? I see James is taking his chair and will be joining us momentarily. Winds News Time 529. Are you set up? Indeed we are, Lee, and a fire chief says the death toll at the Pentagon could hit 800. The recovery effort is expected to take several days. And firefighters are still working to douse the flames from where one of the hijacked planes struck the building yesterday. CNN's Bob Franken has the latest from the Pentagon. They're hoping that they can have it enough under control that at about daybreak they can peel away uh, the wall, the part that was, uh, that was hit by the plane, and start to go through the rubble looking to see who's inside, looking for casualties, looking for the human cost of this tragedy, which of course hit New York but has also hit the Pentagon, the, the sign of uh, military strength in the United States. 
President Bush vows the government will find and punish those responsible for yesterday's attacks. The president spoke to the nation last night after returning to the White House. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers. At the other end of Pennsylvania Avenue, Senators Chuck Schumer and Hillary Clinton made a joint statement. I spoke on behalf of us to the president. He wished me to convey to New Yorkers that he will do everything possible to help the rescue and the recovery. Wins News Time 531. And that is time for a check of traffic and transit on the ones. Very confusing this morning, so listen up. Here's Pete Torriello. There are a lot of info, and we'll give it to you as uh, simply as we can. The West Side Highway, the FDR, are closed both ways from 96th Street all the way to the end, and everything south of 14th Street is closed. The Lincoln and the Holland Tunnels are closed both ways. The New Jersey-bound George Washington Bridge is closed. The, the Excuse me, the uh, city-bound GWB is closed both levels, obviously. The Jersey-bound Upper Deck is open. Open. All East River bridges and tunnels coming into Manhattan are closed. The uh, Brooklyn Bridge and the Battery Tunnel are closed in both directions. And the Williamsburg and Manhattan bridges are open to Brooklyn only, and they will only accept pedestrians, no vehicular traffic. The Triborough Bridge is open into Queens only. The 59th Street Bridge is open to Queens only. The Whitestone and Throgsneck Bridges are open both ways. The Verrazano Bridge, both levels are open to Brooklyn. The Brooklyn-bound uh, lower level is available. The Tappan Zee Bridge is open both ways. And on the rails this morning, PATH will be operating every 30 minutes. New Jersey Transit Metro North of the Long Island Railroad are going to provide normal service. On the subways, the N, the R, the 1, 2, 3, and 9s will bypass the Cortland Street Station. All other subway service is expected to be normal. The Staten Island ferries will be open to emergency personnel only. Leaving Nassau County Lee, the westbound LIE, the Northern State Parkway, and the Southern State Parkway are all closed at the Queens Line. and alternate side of the street parking regulations are suspended citywide. Lee? Okay, and with the uh, massive destruction, of course, uh, the transportation system compromised. We do have some closings in and around the city and with uh, some of the majors. Here's 1010 Wins Newsman Brian Carey. Lee, all New York City public and parochial schools are closed as our state and federal courts and borough courts. Employees there should stay home unless contacted and jurors should not report for duty today. The Empire State Building, the Metropolitan Museum of Art and all business below 14th Street in Manhattan, including Wall Street, the New York Stock Exchange, of course, the NASDAQ and the Amex, and the New York headquarters of AXA Financial will be closed. Borough of Manhattan Community College on Chambers Street closed today. All other CUNY schools are open today. Now, the Brooklyn Center of Long Island University has canceled classes. All non-essential employees at LIU Brooklyn are being told to stay home. St. John's University is canceling all classes, and all offices there are closed except for essential staff. All facilities of the New York Public Library are closed. The Bank Street Graduate School, Cope Institute, Fashion Institute of Technology, Juilliard School all closed. In Westchester, the Holland School is closed. In New Jersey... Bogota School, the Secaucus District, Bayonne Schools, the New Jersey City District, New Jersey City University, Rutgers, Newark, Rutgers, New Brunswick, Rutgers Technical Training Programs, and Ramapo College all closed today. Lee. 
Okay, and that is likely a partial list, so uh, you may need to make your own checking arrangements on whether your particular school or business is open this morning. Some of the earliest firefighters and rescue workers on the scene of the World Trade Center yesterday came from Ladder Company Number 1 at Duane and Church in uh, Lower Manhattan. Tencent Winds reporter Alice Stockton Rossini is there now. Alice? Yes, and uh, Ladder Company 1, Lee, is just a stone's throw from the World Trade Center disaster. And I'm told here that miraculously there was no loss of life. Everyone here has been accounted for, but one fire to- firefighter told me they are just devastated by this tragedy. Well, I was on the 30th floor. I can't believe I made it out of that building. Were you there when it went down? Yes. How did you get out? God showed me the way. All the firefighters right now are trying to get some sleep so that they can get back to work in the morning when the uh, sun comes up. Um, I can tell you it does look like a war zone down here. Literally hundreds of dump trucks are lining the streets ready to uh, take away the tons of debris from this horrifying scene. Alice Stockton Rossini, Ladder Company 1 in Lower Manhattan. Well, amid the disaster, occasionally a little bit of good news peeks through, and that was one. Uh, miraculously, no loss of life, they believe. And Ladder Company one of uh, number 1, one of the first units to respond to that scene, and of course with word of some 300 firefighters still accounted for, that's possibly nothing short of miraculous. And there will be little bits of good news that uh, peek through on occasion here. As my wife told me this morning when I got up. Uh, nothing else had happened overnight. Let's get the latest on who might be responsible for all of this. Here's 1010 Wins newsman James Faraday. Well, Lee, of course, the investigation is now in full swing. A lot of speculation from terrorism experts focusing on international terrorist mastermind Osama bin Laden. And there may be a lead in the hijackings of the two jets that took off from Boston's Logan Airport, the commercial airliners that hit the Twin Towers. Newsman Ron Claiborne reports investigators are focusing on a suspicious car. It is being taken to an FBI crime lab in this area. Uh, The state police actually are the ones that towed that vehicle away, and we are told that they will be looking at the seats as possible evidence and maybe even looking for some kind of uh, DNA evidence to link this uh, to the perpetrators. Barbara Starr is at the CIA. A senior government official tells ABC News that the intelligence community had no indicators that an attack was about to happen. Now the top priority, says the CIA, is to nail the SOBs who did this. Intelligence assets around the world are being moved into key areas to try and find the perpetrators. Of course, the FAA has suspended all flights leaving U.S. airports. When the airports do reopen, people can expect tighter security, random searches, and they'll not be able to check bags at the curb. The Transportation Department and the FAA say they'll be stepping up security measures nationwide. Lee? All right, James. Uh, obviously, none of this bodes particularly well for the financial situation. New York markets are closed today, but uh, they did open over in Asia. 1010 wins Wall Street reporter Larry Kofsky is with us this morning looking at uh, some of the markets and other financial issues. Larry? 
Well, the Asian markets did sell off sharply overnight following yesterday's reign of terror here in the U.S., but in Europe we have seen some signs of stability in London. At last check, the Financial Times 100 index was up 88 points. It had fallen off sharply yesterday following news of the attacks. Tokyo's Nikkei index plunged 690 points overnight to 9602. It's first closed below the 10,000 level in about 17 years. Oil prices shot higher in London following uh, the incident yesterday and continued higher this morning. Price data is uh, a little bit spotty today, but FTMarketWatch.com is reporting Brent North Sea crude at $31 a barrel. That's up more than $4 from where it was trading before the tragedy. There have been reports of gasoline price gouging despite major oil companies urging their retailers to hold the line. One station in Oklahoma City raised the price of unleaded gasoline to $5 a gallon. In stark contrast to that was my own personal experience yesterday as my made my, made my way north on foot from the financial district to midtown stores along the route were still selling bottled water for just a buck. The story for the U.S. financial markets, as you said just a moment ago, Lee, is that there is no story, as you've been hearing on 1010 Wind since uh, last night when the announcement was made. Wall Street is closed today for a second day. And do you have any sense at all, Larry, when it might reopen? Um, as of last night, they were still hoping to reopen uh, tomorrow. I would imagine that, um, you know, that that it has a lot to do with uh, just the logistics of getting people in and out of lower Manhattan uh, and whether they, they uh, need or want all those people down there as they try to get things cleaned up. Okay. One of the uh, things that has been difficult to do in New York City uh, over the last few hours is to get a cab. You will see an occasional cab riding the streets of the city, but uh, most of them have their off-duty lights turned on. It seems that they're being selective about who they're picking up, and uh, Mayor Giul Giuliani addressed this issue rather obliquely. He asked that uh, New Yorkers not take out any anger on any of the Palestinians living in New York City. Of course, uh, not a few of them are employed as cab drivers. Hatred, prejudice, anger, and irrational reaction to things is what caused this terrible tragedy. And people of the city of New York should act differently. We should act bravely. We should act in a tolerant way. We should go about our business. And we should show these people that they can't stop us, and they can't. It's 63 degrees. We have clear skies in New York. We will be going up to a sunny but not necessarily pleasant 78 today in Midtown. Winds News Time, 540. Oh, my God, the building fell. The South building just crumbled from the top. Oh, my God. I can't imagine anything worse than this. Is that the second building of the World Trade Center going down? Yes, that is the second. That is the second tower. That is the second tower. A huge pool of smoke that came out of the middle of the building, and then the building just disappeared in the smoke. I would like nothing better than to be able to tell you good morning, as we do every day at this time, but that is really not the case. The best we can hope for is that today is better than yesterday, and just about anything would be. New York and the nation are waking up to a nightmare. When some are calling without any real risk of exaggeration, the worst tragedy ever to befall this country. We still don't have any real sense of the death toll, other than that it is enormous, very likely in the thousands, including an estimated 300 firefighters and EMS workers, among them some top members of the department. There is massive disruption in the city, especially lower Manhattan. Let's hit the major points in traffic and transit on the ones. Here is Pete Toriello. Lee, the FDR, the West Side Highway are shut down both ways below 96th Street. All streets below 14th Street are shut down. You should just think of New York City as closed. 
below 14th Street. And all of the Hudson and East River bridges and tunnels that come into Manhattan are also shut down. We've got eastbound Route 80 Express shut down at exit 62. The local lanes are closed in Fort Lee. Four east is closed and 46 are closed coming into Fort Lee. Three is closed eastbound at 495. Northbound is closed at the Skyway. Jersey Turnpike, Newark Extension, eastbound is closed. Also, the northbound Eastern Spur closed 15E to Route 80. The western Spur, northbound is closed at 80. The Belleville Turnpike is closed in North Arlington. And the Palisades Parkway southbound is closed at exit 2. Path trains will operate every 30 minutes. Jersey Transit, Metro North, Long Island Railroad are going to try and provide normal service. Subways, NR123 and 9 bypass Cortland Street. Staten Island Ferry open to emergency personnel only. Nassau County, westbound, LIE, Northern State, Southern State closed at the Queens Line. And street cleaning regulations are suspended. Okay, rescue crews have been on the scene of what had been the World Trade Center complex. They were there all night trying to make it safe enough for a search in hopes that someone in the rubble, they would uh, somewhere find survivors. Mayor Giuliani said last night that at least one call had been received from under the rubble, a survivor who said that he was trapped with some of the others. And Fire Commissioner Tom Bonessen says the top priority right now is to dig through to those people. We'll keep looking. Uh, we have hundreds of people over there now trying to find as many possible locations that they might be in, in some way in a void or whatever and, um, you know, still be able to breathe and, and still alive. Okay, of course, Lower Manhattan is uh, Lower Manhattan is by and large off limits to everyone. But 1010 Winds newsman Al Jones is about as close to the scene as they're letting anyone go. It's like I'm so happy. And uh, we'll be hearing from him in a moment. But first, let's go to 1010 Winds newsman John Montone. He's at St. Vincent's Hospital. John. Ellie, uh, more than 300 victims of yesterday's terrorist attack have been brought here. Uh, a hospital official earlier told me that most of those were suffering from uh, some smoke and uh, dust uh, inhalation. Still, all night long, uh, medical personnel have been... Um, uh, here, there are outside triage units set up. Uh, it, it, it's, um, uh, again, one of these uh, surreal scenes where the, these medical personnel are a actually hoping that um, some casualties will be brought here because that mean, uh, means that there will be people who are found alive uh, under the rubble. Uh, but the truth of the matter is uh, not many people uh, believe that will actually uh, be the case. I think our last, um, our last number on casualties uh, that have been taken to uh, area hospitals is now at uh, 2,100. Uh, the main uh, triage center uh, yesterday was set up at downtown uh, Beekman uh, since that was closest uh, to the scene. And uh, many of the people there were injured when the, uh, the first uh, tower fell uh, in it. It became uh, almost like an urban volcano, uh, just rumbling uh, like lava. But instead of hot lava, it was just chunks of uh, concrete shattering. And then, and then this, this awful dust and soot, which uh, settled everywhere. And uh, you still see a lot of that, even as uh, far north here as uh, 13th Street uh, in Greenwich Village. Uh, tow trucks are uh, pulling cars uh, up from lower Manhattan, and they are just covered from this, uh, not unlike uh, what you would see during a major snowstorm with the cars uh, covered with snow. However, this is a dirty soot, and, uh, and it brings back memories of yesterday's uh, horrific uh, bombings. But again, here at St. Vincent's, where we are expecting an update from uh, hospital personnel, the triage uh, centers uh, stand ready. Um, but right now they're not doing anything. We don't have any ambulances coming in with uh, any victims, any people who are injured. Uh, those who were brought here yesterday are still here being treated. Um, and there is just hope 
that, that some people will be found alive and that these people can be useful. Uh, there is a woman from the neighborhood that I spoke to or we spoke to earlier, a group of reporters. Uh, her name is Nancy, and uh, she, she was one who had to get out, do something. A lot of people are like that. She went out and bred, bought bread and milk for people who, uh, who seem to need it. But it's, it's like I'm so happy that they blocked the streets off because this place is going to be crawling with tourists, and there's work to be done. There's a lot of, there is months of work to be done, and and, and that has to be done in hours to keep people alive, if they're alive. I think you can uh, detect a, a, a touch of hysteria in her voice, and I think uh, you'll find that a lot around the city today as, uh, as this really settles in and, and people um, start looking at the long-term consequences of what happened. Uh, John Montone, 1010 wins, reporting live from St. Vincent. Okay, Mayor Giuliani, of course, is calling on New Yorkers to remain calm. The city is, in many key respects, still functional. And uh, we'll be going over what's closed and uh, what's open for you shortly. 1010 wins newsman Al Jones is about as close as they're letting anyone get to the rescue operation of what had been the World Trade Center complex. And I guess uh, shortly they'll have daylight, and that will be a bit of a help, right, Al? Well, the area right around World Trade Center, where it used to be the Twin Towers, uh, is lit up pretty well. I mean, they brought in all these huge lights overnight. Uh, they hooked it up with generators because there's really not a lot of power down here. And uh, for now, it's lit up very much like a baseball stadium or a football field. But, of course, I don't need to tell anybody, it's not a game. This is a life-and-death search that's going on. Plenty of uh, payloaders, dump trucks, forklifts and the like standing by the ready. But for now, they're doing most of the searching hand-to-hand, going going over the debris, listening, and uh, they have managed to pull two people out this morning, two people out alive, and uh, they are in phone contact with at least two others, including a police officer buried beneath the rubble. The cell phones once again being used for something that uh, is uh, probably wasn't intended 20 years ago. Uh, coming down the West Side Highway, uh, walking up here, I saw something that I guess uh, we're going to all have to get used to, and that's uh, not seeing this landmark in Lower Manhattan. No longer will you see these two towers uh, that almost anchored the financial district uh, and, of course, anchored the city on this end. But for now, uh, what used to be 110 stories reduced to uh, maybe 50 feet tall. Uh, people climbing over the debris, uh, still poking around and still looking for people trapped inside. Every now and then the wail of a siren comes down 7th Avenue. Um, and normally sirens, of course, uh, sound of dread. Here it's a sound of hope because of uh, ambulances rushing to the scene. That means there's a reason that someone needs a immediate medical attention. Lee? Okay, Al, of course, uh, many, many people, we don't really know how many, but we know it's uh, a number that is unfortunately way too large, a number, as Mayor Giuliani put it, that we cannot bear or unaccounted for and feared dead. Now, a number of phone hotlines have been set up to field calls from relatives of the missing. Hopefully some of them will get good news, and here is 1010 Wins newsman Brian Carey with a list of some of those key numbers. Brian? Well, Lee, as we know, the area around the World Trade Center was a world of its own. An estimated 50,000 people worked there. Thousands more did business there, patronizing shops and traveling through more than 70 shops and restaurants. And on this new day, the begging, haunting, dreaded question, what has happened to the thousands of people still unaccounted for? And it's the not knowing that is giving some people hope and fear at the same time. If you're looking for a lost loved one, the NYPD has set up two numbers. one 866 856 
4626. There is a hotline for information of firefighters and EMS personnel. That number, 718-999-2541. Again, 718-999-2541. Also, the NYPD is asking that all civilian members of the department please report to work as scheduled this morning. The American Red Cross is providing 12 shelters in New York City. At each of the shelters, a number of services provided. Trained disaster mental health workers will be there to, of course, tend to the emotional grief. Food, water, blankets will be provided. And registered nurses are there as well. Those shelter locations are in Manhattan. Bayard Rustin High School, 351 West 18th Street. Seward Park High School, 350 Grand Street, Washington. Irving High School, 40 Irving Place. There are several in Manhattan. On Staten Island, Curtis High School, 105 Hamilton Avenue. In Brooklyn, Westinghouse High School, 105 Johnston Street. Jamie Drogan is a spokesperson for the American Red Cross. What kind of help do you, the Red Cross, need at this point? Now, three things that they can give are blood, money, and prayer. Uh, blood, we suggest people should call 1-800-GIVE-BLOOD to find out about donating blood in their local area and where they need to go and what they need to bring. In terms of money, we encourage people to call 1-800-HELP-NOW to make a financial donation to the Red Cross because all of the services of the Red Cross are, pro are provided for by the time um, and financial contribution of volunteers. And prayer is just, you know, to think about those that are out there that have been fortunate enough to have found their loved ones. And the Red Cross would like to extend their deepest sympathies for those that have lost people in this tragedy. Again, to give blood, you can call 1-800-GIVE-BLOOD. You'll be given the names of specific blood centers. As for donating money, you should call 1-800-HELP-NOW. Remember, all the services the Red Cross provides are provided for by volunteers. Lee? Okay, 551, 1010 wins news time, and let's get a check of traffic and transit on the ones. Here is Pitoriello. Lee, the Lincoln, the Holland tunnels are closed both ways. The George Washington Bridge inbound upper and lower decks are closed. New Jersey bound is open, but only the upper level to New Jersey. All East River bridges and tunnels into Manhattan are closed at this time. Uh, if you're going to take the Tappan Zee Bridge, that is available to you from either side. Down at the Verrazano Bridge, it is open on both levels going to Staten Island. If you're going to Brooklyn on the Verrazano, only the lower level is open. The FDR Drive, the West Side Highway, are shut down in both directions from 96th Street all the way down to the Battery. All streets in Manhattan south of 14th Street are closed. And in Brooklyn, the inbound Gowanus Expressway is closed at Fort Hamilton Parkway, leaving Nassau County. The westbound LIE, the northern and the southern state parkways are shut down at the Queens Line. Mass Transit Path will be running every 30 minutes. Jersey Transit, Metro North, Long Island Railroad are attempting normal service on the subways. The NR1239 bypass Cortland Street, Staten Island Ferry available to emergency services personnel only and alternate side parking regulations are suspended. Lee? Okay, I guess all things considered, the city is considerably more functional than you might think, but uh, nothing close to normal. Keep it locked into 1010 Winds for the latest. Hopefully more things will be coming available to us traffic and transit-wise, and of course air traffic remains grounded completely, and uh, that too may change in the course of the day. As for the question of who visited such devastation upon the city and the nation, including the nation's defense headquarters, investigators may be making some progress. And for the latest on that, we go to 1010 Winds newsman James Faraday. James? Well, Lee, of course, much of the speculation over yesterday's horrific attacks on New York and Washington is centered on terrorist mastermind Osama bin Laden. 
CNN's Nick Robertson reports that Afghanistan, apparently fearful of a swift and certain U.S. retaliation for the deadly attacks, is denying any responsibility. Last night, of course, the Taliban moving very swiftly. Foreign Minister Wakil Ahmed Mutawakil uh, talking to journalists saying that they were not responsible, Afghanistan was not responsible, that they uh, condemned terrorism in all its forms, and they said that uh, Osama bin Laden couldn't be responsible for what had happened. Mullah Omar, the spiritual leader of the country, issuing a statement indicative of the apprehension that uh, possibly Afghanistan could be uh, a place where retribution might be sought. But certainly uh, Mullah Omar's statement, Osama bin Laden, he said, could not be responsible. This uh, type of terrorism, he said, was too great for one man. Many experts beg to differ, however, suggesting that Osama bin Laden is virtually the only terrorist on the world stage who could have orchestrated the coordinated hijackings and crashes. Brian Jenkins, a terrorism expert with the Rand Corporation, accepts that premise, but says the search may turn up additional co-conspirators. We may find that uh, uh, this particular action involved uh, actors from several different sources. The ranking Republican in the Senate Intelligence Committee, Richard Shelby of Alabama, says the U.S. was caught completely off guard. This obviously was a, a failure of, of a great dimension. We had no specific warning uh, of the United States being attacked, although people have alluded to that before. Uh, we've got to do better. We must do better. Overseas, CNN's Christiana Manpour reports U.S. allies are trying to learn from Washington's mistakes. Here in Britain, there has been heightened security, not only at the airports where I flew in today, where there are policemen with submachine guns at the entrances to the airport. There are no planes allowed to fly over central London, but also in other areas of government buildings, there is a heightened state of alert, as there are in many other capitals. It is increasingly jittery. We've heard uh, stories and reports of hoaxes fake uh, bomb alerts and indeed Downing Street, the Prime Minister's residence here in Britain was evacuated of all the journalists shortly before their national security meeting and no reason was given for that. British Airways has suspended flights to Islamabad as a precaution. Back at home, the word is the fire at the Pentagon is now under control, but a fire chief says the number of people killed there could hit 800. He says he's hoping they find more survivors, but notes no sounds have been heard coming from within the rubble. Nonstop coverage of the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington continues with 1010 Winds news anchor Lee Harris. A few moments ago, Brian Carey gave out a list of phone numbers for information on uh, relatives seeking their loved ones and also a list of shelters that have been set up around the city. Uh, for people who are in need of that, and those shelters also have mental health professionals available for counseling. What we want to tell you is that those lists are available on our website, 1010wins.com. The website has been stripped down substantially so that the maximum number of people can access it. Uh, you may still have a little trouble getting in, but keep trying. Those lists are on that website, 1010wins.com. We got a little good news from Hannah Stockton Rossini earlier this hour. She visited Ladder Company 1 in Lower Manhattan and revealed to us uh, miraculously that even though they were among the first uh, professionals to respond to the scene that everyone from that ladder company is accounted for. We do, however, also have word that as many as 300 firefighters are unaccounted for. Tenton Winds reporter Eileen LaPalmer talked to one of the lucky firefighters who made it out of the area alive. As emergency crews worked feverishly and bystanders stood by gaping at the large plume of black smoke that was billowing over the collapsed towers, 
7 World Trade Center went down, collapsed from the structural damage from the explosion earlier. Daryl was a block away trying to help the wounded. We were just standing there all of a sudden out, out of nowhere. You hear this clap, sounds like thunder. Uh, the building had uh, uh, shockwaves going through. You could see a shockwave go up, the windows blast out. But, you know, it was like I, I thought I was watching a movie. Daryl and his friend are first-year medical students at NYU. They were actually in class when they heard about the disaster. They simply threw down their books, picked up masks and some other emergency supplies, and ran right into the thick of it. I saw this plume of smoke coming straight for us. That was scary. We ran three blocks. Never ran faster in my life. Eileen LaPalmer, 1010 Winds in Lower Manhattan. Winds News Time, 558. It is not a primary concern, but it is a concern, the effect of all of this on the world's financial situation. 1010 Wins Wall Street reporter Larry Kofsky, not at his usual post this morning. He's here with us in the studio. And uh, Larry, what are we seeing so far? Well, we saw overnight some uh, steep declines in uh, markets in Asia. The Tokyo's Nikkei index tumbled 690 points down to 9602. It's first uh, closed below that 10,000 level in about 17 years. Things seem to stabilize in London this morning. Uh, the Financial Times 100 index uh, was up 80-some points early uh, early on. Uh, when last I looked, it had uh, given back a lot of that gain, and it was up only 11. Of course, Wall Street uh, trading is uh, not going to happen today. The um, financial markets here in the U.S are going to stay closed. Like the emotional repercussions of all of this, the economic after-effects from yesterday's terrorist attacks will be felt for some time to come. MarketWatch.com's chief economist, Dr. Erwin Kellner, writes this morning that the business and financial outlook has changed. For one thing, he says consumer confidence will take a hit, as he usually does at times like this. He says that uh, retailers uh, will be hard hit, uh, as will airlines, hotels, and resorts, and insurance companies. On the other hand, he says companies that specialize in providing security will uh, find an increase in business. And as for monetary policy, he says the Federal Reserve has already announced that it stands to add as much liquidity as the banks need to uh, keep the payment system functioning. So um, we're probably in for some uh, rough economic times, but um, the financial system, by all accounts, We'll uh, get through it. Later. I guess all things considered, the news from uh, London this morning uh, could be a lot worse. Let's take a look at your 1010 Winds AccuWeather forecast uh, for the day. It'll be sunny today, although not necessarily pleasant. High 78, mainly clear tonight. Low 62 in Midtown, 52 in some of the suburbs. Tomorrow, sunshine, some clouds. There will be a shower and a thunderstorm late tomorrow into early Friday. High 80 for Friday, breezy with intervals of clouds and sunshine and a high of 66. 63 degrees now. It is clear in New York City. Humidity at 63%. The winds are north at 5. Repeating the current temperature, 63 degrees. We're headed up to 78 in Midtown. Good morning. I'm Lee Harris, and this is 1010 Winds, your all-news station and Infinity Broadcasting Station. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.